It's time for the Rich Eisen Podcast. Larry David here on the Rich Eisen Podcast. Now, when you're watching a game, do you look at the game and see a job on the field that you think you can do? Okay, first of all, there's no question in my mind that I could be an offensive coordinator. None other than Charles Barkley. There's two things. Uh, there's slight concussion and a slight heart attack. It's only a slight concussion and a slight heart attack when it happens to other people. I'm completely surrounded by management, and I am flouting the wardrobe policy here. Thankfully, I've got Peter King on the phone right now. You'll never guess how I'm dressed. Uh, I would ask you to text me a picture, but that would be a problem, certainly from where I'm currently sitting. I don't download many podcasts, but when I do, I prefer the Rich Eisen Podcast. Presented by Papa John's, here's your host, Rich Eisen. Welcome to the new edition of the Rich Eisen Podcast presented by Papa John's. Week 16 in the books, week 17 on the horizon. We have got a loaded show for you today. Chris Long of the St. Louis Rams getting ready to play essentially his first playoff game. He will phone in before the Rams head up to try and take on the 12th man and the Seattle Seahawks in a winner-take-all game in the NFC West. We'll also have John Hamm, the Golden Globe winning and Emmy Award nominated best actor from Mad Men himself, Don Draper. John Hamm will be joining us on the podcast talking football and a a little bit of Mad Men. I want to delve into the mindset of the man who uh, plays Don Draper. Uh, several levels of deep nastiness in that character, and he will join us, John Hamm, on the podcast later on. Jeff Garland of Curb Your Enthusiasm. He will join us for two segments with the Worm, Jason Wormser, who's got a big announcement. As we said last week and on Twitter all week, the Worm will be here with his big announcement. But first, let's get to our first guest. He is a multiple Pro Bowl wide receiver, the main target for Peyton Manning. He is playing a virtual playoff game this week against the Tennessee Titans late in the afternoon on Week 17. He's none other than Reggie Wayne. How are you, Reggie? I'm great. How about yourself? Great. You are great. I like hearing that. That's always good. That's always great. <laughs> how how are how are things for these Indianapolis Colts? Let's let's go macro. Let's go general for this question because a lot of people are uh, thought this might be the year you guys finally get tripped up, and here you are with uh, control of your own destiny, Reggie. You know what? It's, it's been a a trying year for us. We've we've dealt with a lot of adversity, losing a lot of guys to to injury. Um, some main key guys, uh, such as Dallas Clark. Now we have Austin Colley, uh, Bob Sanders, guys like that. And um, But, you know, we've kind of plugged in those spots with guys who's who's been eager to go out and make themselves household names. And just like you said, we, we're fighting, you know, and you know for playoff contention and standing smack in the face right now. <laughs> nothing, nothing better to have it right there, blunt, looking right at you. Yeah, it and, is. Uh, yeah, I mean, we well, win this game against Tennessee Titans, and, and we're in. Yeah, I mean, because a lot of people think that maybe this is a blessing in disguise because your Super Bowl year, you didn't rest anybody. You had to play right up through the end of the regular season. Do you agree with that assessment, Reggie? You know, I, I, you do. You, you do. I, I mean, I guess it, it depends on who you're asking, I guess. I mean, I've been doing this for 10 years with this ball club, you know, and, you, you know, for me, it's, it's I, I kind of know this, you know, the way it goes, kind of like the back of my hand, but we do have a lot of young guys who's out here for the first time in their career, and some guys is on the second and third year, so if you look at it like that, then it's probably, probably a good thing to play out, uh, especially from what we've 
been through in the past, you know, with resting guys and coming back kind of rusty and guys playing through, you know, like the Super Bowl year we had the first time and went through victorious. And uh, so I, I guess it depends on who you ask. You know, but me, I love this game. I love to play football. The more I can play, the better off I'll be. Yeah, it was this point very much last year. It was after you guys um, sat some folks in the third quarter mm-hmm. in week yeah. 16. Does that yeah. still does that still hurt you, Reggie? Yeah, not anymore. Uh, you know, uh, actually, you know, was watching the Saints play Atlanta last night, and mm-hmm. just looking at it, and you still see the Saints. You know, the the commercial. You know, with them. Oh, uh, you know, celebrating. You know, been seeing it all year. You know, but you kind of at first it kind of stung a little bit, but now you kind of look at it and you be like, you know what? We got another shot at that. You know, I'm, I'm blessed to, to still be playing this game where I can get another shot at it, and with the same ball club and the guys who was able to experience that. You know don't want to experience that again, you know. So, uh, you know, it's, it's kind of behind us, you know. Take your hats off to them boys. They, they did a great job. They won. They're the champs, and they're going to be the champs until somebody knock them off. You talk about the, the NFL commercial, the commercial that the, the NFL's putting on the air of, of everybody watching uh, the big pick six yep. in that Super Bowl. Yep, see it all the time. But you're you're a New Orleans guy, though, Rich. I am, I mean, and I grew, they, up, I grew up loving the Saints. Right. Uh, you know, it, it was kind of – it was kind of a, a tough spot for me, you know, but <laughs> yes. you know, going into that game. But you know, uh, it, I know deep down inside, I know I know my family. You know, they grew up watching Saints and listening to them on the radio because every game seemed like it was blacked out, you know. And <laughs> I remember coming home from church, you know, with my mom getting getting into the house and sitting down with my dad, and we listened to it on the radio. Or if we did get a chance to look at it on TV, we looking at it on TV and. Just grew up loving those guys, you know, through the big times and through the bad times, you know. So, uh, you know, then when the Super Bowl came, it, it was it was like, you know what, I got to do it to him. Like, I, I got to do it, you know. I can't do anything, you know. But uh, it was it was. I tell you one thing about that Super Bowl, it really told you who your friends really was, you know. You know, <laughs> you know, up until that game, everybody was cheering you on, man. Y'all look great, y'all doing good. Then all of a sudden, they found out we playing the Saints, and all my hometown friends and stuff. They was like, you know what. We hope you do good, but we want the Saints to win. Really? You know, so that's, really? That's, my, that's my true friends. Can so you believe that? They they dropped you off at the Super Bowl curb, in other words. Dropped me off. And you say, know, just wave bye-bye, I'll see you later. <laughs> and, and then after the game was over, you know, they all called me the next day. Uh-huh. They called me the next day. Man, you all right? You good? I'm like, I'm I'm straight, man. You know, why was up? Oh, I'm just checking on you, you know. Sorry I called you so late. I was out partying last night. <laughs> You know, the city went wild, you know. We was all partying and got up late this morning, you know. Uh-huh. So, yeah, that's how it goes. Well, I'm yeah. sure Peyton had a similar scenario. I mean, he's, you know, I'm sure. his daddy's I'm... Mr. New Orleans Saint. You know? I mean, Mr. <laughs> New I'm Orleans. I'm sure he did. Could run I'm for sure mayor there. How yeah. how How is Peyton, um, how is, has he changed at all this year based on all of the guys that, uh, that, that uh, were injured? And, you know, so much is made of how Peyton is on the same page as you, that you guys basically share a brain because you have repped it out. I mean, you have mm-hmm. absolutely done every possible rep you can. And now here comes right. a guy like Blair White, and here comes mm-hmm. a, a bunch of Jacob Tammy and a bunch of guys yeah. that don't have those reps. Has his role changed at all, do you think, this year? I, I think his role has changed. You know, he's more of a, a teacher now. He does. Uh, he stays with Blair White. I feel sorry for him and <laughs> and Pierre Garçon and Jacob Tammy and those guys, you know, because – you know, you know, for us, practice is already a track meet. We do so much running, you know. So then when it's special teams to go, 
you know, that's finally kind of, you know, that's an opportunity for some guys to kind of get a breather, but they don't get that breather because at the other end of the field, Peyton's down there running, you know, doing routes with those guys. And, you know, so now their practice is even longer than normal. Then when you come in, you know, everyone's, you know, getting ready to go home and sit back on the couch and kick their feet up and, and just, you know, kind of relax from, a, you know, a long practice day. And all of a sudden those guys are going with Peyton to watch extra film. You know, so, you know, those guys don't get home, it seem like, until quarter to quarter to eight sometimes, <laughs> you know. You know, so you'd be like, you see them the next day and they look like zombies. You know, like you all right? He's like, was here all night. Seemed like I seemed like I just left this place. You know, so Peyton's been been doing so much extra with those guys. But if you really look at it, you know, you just look at it, you'd be like, man, that's tough on them. But if you look at their numbers, you know, those guys look like they're seasoned vets. You know, they've been able to step in and fill in some big shoes and uh, go out there on game day. And it's like we hadn't missed a beat. You know, those guys go in, they know what's going on, and. And then all of a sudden, you hear the 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 one thing Peyton always says, "Just like we practice, just like just like we said it was going to happen." You know, that's what he tells him in the huddle. That's what he yeah, tells him exactly. Him. Yeah, just like just like we practice. You know, and I'm sitting back. I'm like, "Oh Lord," <laughs> you know, because you've uh, been there before. I imagine. I've been there when you came out there. of the U. You were in that spot, basically. Exactly, exactly. And that's why I tell Blair White and them. I say, "Man, I understand exactly where you're coming from." I say, "I'm gonna tell you this: the quicker you can learn this stuff." The less he'll ask you to do. <laughs> so basically, you know? it's like it's like the honeydew list with your wife. It's just <laughs> just get it done, and and yeah. and you can all move forward and, and move on. And they won't. And and she, or in this case, Peyton, won't be on your back. That's basically exactly. it. That's that's the way it goes. And and now those guys are like they're like uh, uh, college kids cramming on the last day, you know, before wow. a test, you know, just so they can can go home early <laughs> you know but uh but it's worked out for him and it's worked out for this team and and, and the guys that's been in this place for years and uh it's, it's worked to our advantage and i know he obviously peyton takes things really to heart and he's putting it all on his shoulders to the point now where he's bootlegging i mean that 27 yarder reggie yeah, uh, uh, the best tweet I got all week from one of my followers that it was the the most exciting two minutes in sports since the Kentucky Derby. <laughs> <laughs> you know what? It, it was actually something that I and I think I can speak for eleven, well, ten guys right. that was out there on the offense. It was totally unexpected. Really, really. I and, unless the running back in the O line. Knew and the other receiver Pierre Garcon knew. I knew I didn't know because I'm I'm blocking the corner as if the run's coming my way. And because that's that's what the call was in the huddle, mm-hmm. you know. So all of a sudden I hear the crowd going going crazy. So I look and I, and I see Dominique Rose. He's running, but he doesn't have a ball. I know he was supposed to get the handoff, <laughs> yeah. you know. Then I look and I and, and I and I'm looking. I'm like, does Peyton have that ball? And and he's he's moving all so slow. Yes. <laughs> he's moving all so slow. But I mean he he was getting it, you know. Then you see him slide and then Tommy Kelly, the defensive tackle for the Raider, for the Raiders, he looked at me and he said he said, Wayne, great call. That was a great call, man. <laughs> I said, Yeah, it, it it really was. I said he was like he's like, Man, I don't think nobody in this stadium was expecting that. I said, I don't think nobody on this team <laughs> was expecting that, you know. But and that just goes to show, you know, what 
with Peyton, you, you never know. You know, he, he's he's such a student of the game, and he, he's he's looking at every every little thing. And he he's probably been wanting to do that all year. You know, and just been looking for the right opportunity. And uh, just lucky enough for us, when, whenever he did it, it worked out for us. What about you with the Colts, Reggie? I mean, you have you've had that uh, horseshoe on the side of your helmet ever since you. Uh, came off the campus at the U. What, what do you think your future is with the Indianapolis Colts? You know what? I want. I want to retire here. This is. You know, I don't see myself really nowhere else. This, this is. This is my tenth year right here. This is where I want to be. I got one more year after this on my contract. You know, I want to retire here. But unfortunately, at this in this business, you don't control your destiny. The only thing you can do is show up to work and do what you're supposed to do. You know. Now, hopefully, somewhere. I, you know, maybe they can find it in their hearts, you know, mm-hmm. and, and, and make me a coat for life, you know. But, you know, I, I don't know. That's that's to be seen, you know, TBD. That's to be determined, you know. Um, but, I mean, I don't see myself nowhere else. This is this is all I know, Rich. Mm-hmm. I don't know anything else. This is all I know is the Colts offense, the Colts personnel, the people in the front office, you know, come in and wave at the same security guard every day. You know, it's, it's been the same way for, you know, for years, you know. But, um you know, who knows? Who knows what, what the future will be for you know for me in the, in, the, in the coach organization? Like I say, this is where I want to be, and uh, and you know I feel like I got plenty more years left. I, I, I really feel good. I feel pretty healthy, um, and and I, I like I like this team. I always have you know like this team, and uh, hopefully it can be like that. And I just I, I believe blue forever. How have things changed in the dungeon? era being gone now is it because everyone pretty much figures from from the outside it's been a seamless transition from Dungey to Caldwell how how is he any different because he he seems like Dungey that, that they're they're just expressionless on the sidelines you know what it, it's kind of like you know kind of like the same thing you know but one thing with coach Caldwell you know he he'll let you know you know you look at him he, he looks like he don't say much mm-hmm. but he'll let you know you know the the nice way. You know he, <laughs> you know he he's he's you know he's a a Christian just like Coach Dungey, and uh, you know they're they're strong leaders, uh, strong men of faith, and uh, Coach Dungey kind of give you that look, and now you can kind of look at him like, all right, I messed up, <laughs> you know, mm-hmm. I need to fix that. Coach Caldwell will give you that look, but then he'll tell you, you know, mm-hmm. what went wrong, you know, and that that's kind of. That's what you you know when you sit down and you really think about it. That's what the difference is. Coach Caldwell is a little bit more vocal than Coach Dungey is. Um, you won't hear any of them curse. You know, you won't hear none of that. You know, won't be any Rex Ryan's around here. No, I can, I can assure you that. You know, but um, it, you know, but you know, they're 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 such you know strong leaders to where it's, it, they're almost like father figures. You know, you, you just don't want to let them down, and you can just kind of look at them and and tell you know that. Either you did great or you did terrible, you know. And uh, it, the, the transition hasn't been hard. We, we pretty much have the same schedule, uh, and, and that's what's hard for me. You know, and for 10 years it's been the exact same way. Uh, nothing's changed. And, um, you know, but at the same time it, it can be a great thing. I can, You know, I'm, I'm not feeling like a rookie all over again, mm-hmm. <laughs> you know. But, um you know, both of them, you know, do a great job. Love Coach Caldwell. You know, he was all we always used to talk even when he was a quarterbacks coach. I sit back and I ask him a couple of you know questions and see how he thought and see what he would have did differently or things of that nature. But um, 
both of them are great team leaders, and Coach Caldwell, we, we, we're trying to get it done for him right now. I can't let you go, Reggie, without bringing up one particular story, <laughs> and I think you know where I'm going with this. I brought it up with Ed Reed a couple okay. weeks ago, and he said okay. the two of you made a pact that you will never talk about <laughs> the late departed dear Law again, yeah. your pet yeah. snake from back in college. Yeah. But Ed made the one last exception for me. Okay. And I'm hoping that you wouldn't mind doing the same for yeah. me here as well in giving okay. your perspective of the story of Law the Snake. May he rest in peace. Can you please yeah. tell me, Reggie, before yeah, I let before you Yeah, before I share the story, which I want to wipe my eyes real quick, I'm <laughs> starting to tear up a little bit, you know. Um, yeah, I had a... I had a, a, a pet snake mm-hmm. by the name of Law. He was a green Burmese python. He was roughly about eight, eight and a half feet Man. long. Um, it was my homie, you know. <laughs> he was he was our he was our uh, extra roommate. You know, me me and Reed was roommates for four years, mm-hmm. and and I Law was with us for two years. You know, and um, you know, Reed red shirted. I you know I didn't. Mm-hmm. Um, so my, you know, I left a year before Reed. So I come to Indianapolis, take a lot of my things, and and didn't really prepare myself to be able to take Law with me on 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 the first go around. Sure, you know. So I said, hey, you know, hey man, hey bro, <laughs> brother of mine, <laughs> compadre, amigo, you know, I need you to do me a favor. I need you to watch Law for me while I'm gone. Mm-hmm. He's like, oh, no problem. Okay. I, you know, now I, I do say this in his behalf. Uh-huh. Sometimes he was he wasn't afraid of him, uh-huh. and sometimes he was. Uh-huh. But on the I do I do admit that. But you know, if you're afraid, then you tell me. Yeah, right. Just go ahead tell and me. say. You know, say hey, I can't do this. Right. Hey, we need to find another result. You know, and we'll figure it out. Uh-huh. But I like watch him for me. Watch law. He'll watch over you. You watch over him. You know. Ah, oh, no problem. I take care of him. Sure. You know, it's almost like he was trying to push me out the door. You know, <laughs> I got, I got him. You know. So you know, I'm a rookie in the league. You know, I'm doing my thing. Coach Jim Moore was the coach at the time. We was yeah. having a tough year. You know, just the playoffs. It's the playoffs, year. right? Right. Man. Exactly. You know. So. um you know, I would call. You know, I would call. You know, what's going on, man? And he's at the University of Miami, and they're having a great year. They're on their way to the national championship. You know, against Nebraska. And I'm like, man, y'all balling. Y'all doing your thing. You know, yeah. You know, we hanging in there. We just tough one. You know, we can do it. You know. Oh, but how's Law? Oh, he's he's great. You know, he's great. You know. So I go home. I go home on my bye week. Go home and Law's. You know, is is is, is there with Reed. I look at him and. Laws, he looks, he doesn't look the same. <laughs> he doesn't look the same, you know. So I'm like, yo, what's, you, you feeding him? Like, he looks, he looks, you know, malnutrition. He looks like he's losing weight. A bit peaked. Yeah, you know, he's, you know, so he's like, no, nah, he's all right. He's good. I'm like, ah, I don't think these, you know, all these gnats and stuff are supposed to be around him. I don't know. Something's, <laughs> oh, something's, no. something's not right, right, you know. So, you know, I get him. I kind of, you know, take care of him, nurse him to health, yeah. you know, kind of, you know, put a little lather on his skin, you know, kind of grease him down a little bit, make him look, you know, more healthy. I'm saying, hey, yo, I, my flight's getting ready to leave in a few hours. 
take care of him, man. Come on, don't 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 do that to him. You know, you hurt me. You hurt him. You hurt me. Don't do that. You know. So I, I got him, man. You know. You know. Then he admitted. He's like, man. Sometimes he don't want to come out. You know. I want to want to let him. You know, live a little bit. He don't want to come out. I said, well, you know, just leave the top off. You know, here's your stick. You know, lift him up. He'll come out. You ready, ready for him to go? You I mean, pick him up. With you the stick walked and put him, him back through in. the process. Walked him through you it. Walked him through the process so, all the way. And then all one, the way. And then just one day, one day I'm sitting back once again. Tough year, six awful. to ten year with the Colts. Bad, just in the tank. You know, I didn't. I didn't want my my NFL career to start off like this. Not making not. the playoffs. And all of a sudden, at this time, you know, two ways was in. You know, I get a. I get a, a a text on my two way from Reed. Oh, it's my buddy. You know, it's my bro, my amigo, Padre, homie. Open up, open it up, and look at it. It says, "Law dead." <laughs> yeah, I'm tearing up right now. I'm tearing up right now. Yeah, I, you know, and, and that's and that's what it was. It was all in caps, exclamation point. You know, and like he yelled it at me, you know, exclamation point. I mean, he meant it, you know. And I, and I had to look at it again, and it said, law dead. And I'm like, well, I don't know. What, the law, what law is dead? You know, all the laws, are, you know, they they apply. Like, So I called him up, and he's, he broke it down to me and said, you know, law didn't make it. He didn't make it. <laughs> he didn't make it. He, he, he didn't make it. He, he pushed through. He, he tried. Oh, he, he went out, you know, like a warrior. And uh, and 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 I told him I said, hey, well, did you, what did you do with him? Did you at least make a belt or something? You know, <laughs> no, I just just, just tossed him, tossed, tossed him, and got rid of him. You know, and you're uh, still friends with him to this day. Still friends, and 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 he promised me, and you know, he he showed some remorse. You mm-hmm. know, he promised me, he said, man, you know what? I, I promise you, man, I'm, I'm gonna get you another one. I'm gonna get you another snake. You know, I know it won't be like the law, but mm-hmm. we're gonna. I'm still waiting on that snake today. Mm-hmm. Still waiting. Well, you said he told me you you now have kids, and clearly that's not uh, that's not a kid friendly pet, no. pretty much. So it, it's not. So I guess it's you're gonna not. have to get you're gonna have to get something else, maybe in kind and trade. I don't know what it something, is. Something. I I don't know what it is. I'm still I'm still. Uh, it's you know something. Uh, a gold watch or something. something. I, don't, I, don't, I, don't, I don't know. <laughs> well, you're well not, that's that's the story. Thank you. And yeah. I, again, I appreciate you making one last exception. You will never have no to problem. tell that story again. And I, I appreciate, appreciate you it. taking the time for the podcast, Reggie. Anytime. Anytime. I appreciate it. You bet. All right. So thanks again. And and uh, good luck this week. And may your 2010 season not go the way of law. Sounds like a plan to me. <laughs> <laughs> thanks, Reggie. All right, Reggie. Reggie Wynn, everybody, of the Indianapolis Colts. Again, Chris Long of the St. Louis Rams is going to join us on this podcast, presented by Papa John's. John Hamm of Mad Men fame still to come. But uh, right now it's time for the first of two Hot Topics segment with Jason Wormser, senior NFL producer, a.k.a. The Worm. Hi. Good to have you back, Worm. Hi. And we've hooked you up. We've hooked us all up. Mm. An in-person, in-studio visit from Jeff Garland. Yes, of Curb Your Enthusiasm fame, and also his book, My Footprint, Carrying the Weight of the World, which is a perfect... Uh, it's coming out gift. in paperback, and they want me to change the title. Why? Because it didn't sell enough. Because you know, the truth is, men don't buy diet books, and it, it's not a diet book, but it looks like a diet but book. But it's called My Footprint, it's about about how you're you're reducing your yeah. literal footprint yes. and your figurative footprint. Yes, yes, but so it didn't it? sort of tap in. 
It's a good book. So what do, I'm they, very want, proud what do they want to change it to? I'm, I, I don't have a new title. My football footprint. I'm thinking. I'm thinking mm-hmm. of uh, um, 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 uh, curbing and screaming. That's good. Mm. I like it. Do you like that? Well, I mean, it's. It, I'm sure the your your. Uh, I'm sure your publisher will like that because it's using your, yes. your television show. Well, they asked show. me to. They said, you know, curbing your appetite. I'm like, no, no, no. Larry, no. Would, Larry would not like that. Would well, he? no, I actually talked to him about using curbing anything in the title, and he said, oh, I don't care, whatever you want. He, <laughs> he's just he so said? great to me. He <laughs> don't care, whatever you need. And so that's very nice. Also, curbing and screaming may actually be the, the new title of the book that's already been out. Yes. I like it, but it's coming yeah. out in paperback. Yeah, it's coming out in paperback in, in late March. Yeah. The Worm, has a, the worm is a big announcement to make. Bar- worm is a big announcement? It, it, is, it is one that uh, will, will shock and sadden anybody who hears it. All right, tell me. Worm, go ahead. Make your announcement. I'm leaving. You're leaving the NFL now? Yeah, I'm leaving. You're kidding. I got a great opportunity. What's your opportunity? To become the vice president of production at the at Fox Soccer up the street here in LA. Really? Yeah. He's out. This is his last podcast as well. Well, it's my last live podcast. Last th- you, you, you keep last saying he keeps saying he's going to phone in, he's going to phone. No, no, you got to call you, me. Can I just say something about phoning in? Yeah, what? It's you know loves okay. It. There's he the loves end. It. He, he loves, loves it. it. He loves the it. The look on his face is pure excitement. But here's the issue. Here's yeah. the issue. What's the issue? Is that is that international? Well, that's ter- it, terrible. You're leaving. Here. It, it is. First of all, we're yeah. all crestfallen yeah. here at NFL Network. We couldn't even. I, 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 when he first told me about a month ago, I you were not happy. I wasn't happy. <laughs> but first of all, people because, who do their job well, mm-hmm. you don't want them leaving. I mean, you want them leaving for good luck. Of and, course. But 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 on the flip side, it's like yeah, no, because so many people suck at their jobs. The first day I walked in here, he was already here. Worm was already on the job. I, I came here in I October. An what's your, what's your... I, I'm leaving the NFL Network. To go with Worm? No, today, when we're done. I'm just going gonna, gonna to head home. <laughs> but first you, want, first you want validation, obviously. Yeah, well, I do. I have my thing for it to be validated, okay. but then I'm, I'm out of here. I'm definitely going to need some laughs. That's for sure. Well, I mean, here's... I'll the, come on soccer. But here's yeah. the issue. Here's the issue. Here's the big yeah. issue. International football, or, mm-hmm. or football as it's known internationally, and we, mm-hmm. we call it soccer. Mm-hmm. In the fall, a big day, Sunday, which means worm when your giants are playing. You're Early gonna, is what, gonna are gonna, what are you going to TiVo? Are you going to do sports what, did, did play on Sunday yeah. also? Oh, yeah. yeah. Whenever we're watching games here at the network, which you have come and mm-hmm. you have watched games with yeah. us, sometimes whenever there's seven early games or the late games, there's never eight. We have as much space to watch eight games at once on our right. screens in the studio. Mm-hmm. He, he'll always put uh, he'll always put foot, uh, soccer up there in yeah. one of the square and one of the squares. We always, we've I always given him grief. What are you doing? I have two screens. Mm-hmm. One is on the Bears, and the other one's on Charlotte's Web, <laughs> on a loop. <laughs> so I don't ever to start it again. Just watch Charlotte's Web. And the do you Bears. sometimes get confused as to which is which? Do you yes, ever sometimes you I do? do? I do. Because Jay, Cut- Jay Cutler looks like reminds you of which Charlotte's Web character in your estimation? You uh, the Babe, the pig. <laughs> is that the pig's name is Babe. I can't remember. <laughs> Actually, I, I I don't know either. I don't know either. So yeah, that's the big announcement for the worm. Yeah. We figured in order to soften the blow for those in the podcast world, uh, we, we we brought you in. But oh, I will say this: the international folks who follow me, mm. oh, they are going to be happy. Be yeah. why? Because you're going to do some damage over there. No, well, because they they like that I because I tweet soccer stuff, right. and they they talk they talk the language. So, what do you think of your bears? What do you think of them? Jeff Garland, you I, uh, you know what? I'm very, very impressed. They, they, they got to a place I didn't think they could get. The offensive line gelled, which is crazy. Mm-hmm. 
That was like the, the beginning of the season. That might be the worst offensive line I've ever seen in my life. But what's his name? He used to coach the Vikings. Uh, Mike Tice. Nice. Mike Tice. Great job. The guy with the pencil behind the yeah, Pencil behind there. No, really a great job. They've, they've, I'm not saying they're the best in the league, but they're a decent offensive line now, which changes everything. Why are they winning? Because they have a different, decent offensive line. The, I mean, the defense was always good. Mm-hmm. The receivers are fun. The running backs are, are good. Forte's Tynan's super. Good. Forte's fantastic. Super, super. Wonderful. So now we're playing well. I don't know if we can get to the Super Bowl, but I'm not thinking we're a first round or a second round. Even if we if we get the get buy, buy, get the right, buy, right. I'm not thinking that we're instantly out. But and, and I'm thinking we could go to the Super Bowl. And I say we because, as many of you know, I I was uh, I played between Revi Sori and Noah Jackson <laughs> on the old uh, Walter Payton <laughs> offensive line. So, I missed that. I didn't see that on NFL Films. Uh, one one season. Jeff Gallen. I uh, I had a uh, a. Uh, um, my stage name, my football name was Ted Albrecht. <laughs> Worm, this man, yes. this man uh, who complains about the offensive line, mm-hmm. okay, was at the draft in New York City. You, you, yes. you call me up, you're like, hey, I'm in town, can I come to the draft yes. or whatever? I'm like, absolutely. No, you invited me, I didn't ask. No, 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 you were in town, and I said, that's right, yeah, I did you, say you. you I said to you, because you were shooting, you were shooting a law and order. You were yeah. one of the, you were a bad guy. Yeah, I was a you bad guy. You shooting that law and order. What were you? Were you? I was a rapist and a murderer. <laughs> who owned the movie studio? Who owned the movie studio? Of course. Yes, yes. Was that ripped from the headlines, or was that something that just put it <laughs> <laughs> Supposed to be anybody in Hollywood? No, so, you know, Carvey's it's kind of like Harvey Weinstein. I was just going to say, except for the raping and murdering. <laughs> <laughs> so you told that's right. You said I'm in town. I'm like, you've got to come to the draft. That yeah. is true. That is true. I, what year was that? No, 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 no. So I mean, he does. What year was that? This was. He, he says to me, "We need Chris Williams." We got to get this left tackle oh, out of Vanderbilt. This was a couple years ago, you were yeah, saying that you were, say you were that. saying that you were, and now he's and then a fine draft. We drafted him. I turned around. I turned around. You were in the studio. You were on the. You were on the floor, mm-hmm. Radio City, and you're pumping your fist. Yeah, we got the very, guy I wanted. Yeah, that's, that's who I wanted. And and now you know now, but he's gelling. He's yeah, gelling at guard. I, go, I know that that's where he's supposed to be. Yeah, I guess. I guess yeah, they figured but, it out. But you know, the other offensive lineman in that draft on the Broncos is tremendous. Oh yeah, Ryan Clady. Yeah, Ryan Clady. Clady. I know. He's Why could we have gotten him? That's true. He can't, he went after that, didn't he? Yeah, I believe so. Yeah, no, I mean, he no, was no. he was he was boy. Good night, nurse. And worm. Are you okay? You all right? Are you all right? Sunday, uh, Let's add it up. Let's add it up. Last 70, four and a half quarters. 73 to 17. I knew you'd know that off the top of yeah. your head. 73 to 17. The What's Giants that? have been outscored the last the... four and a half quarters by the well, score of let, 73 now, to 17. Now, can I ask you a question? Sure. Why would you add the half quarter? Well, because you have to you, you go back Why don't you to... Go, you go you back to eight quarters. Well, it's because you go back to... Uh, well, actually, it's true. Let's go I back to eight quarters. Uh, eight no, no, quarters. no, because it was seven and a half minutes to go. You're up 21 points, right? Jeff Garland. It was they 71 gave up 10. In 67 minutes. I know, and 15 but I like, seconds, I like doing it based on games. They gave up 73 points. I know. Well, they're the Giants. That's yeah, unbelievable. Are I like you, the Giants. I'm, I'm, I'm pro Giants. Ha, have you come to grips? Have you come to grips? Because I think it's over. I think it's you probably. Need, you need well, to beat the Redskins. This is what's going to happen. Now, now we're going to be on. Who's this? Who podcast, play this week? We play the Redskins this week at the Redskins. Oh. But oh, here's they're, what, here, they're sort of gelling in a weird way. The podcast will be on. We'll be up. While the Eagles game is going on, we have to have the Eagles win. The Eagles must win the game. If the Eagles don't win, mm. then the Bears have nothing to play for because they'll automatically be the two seed. 
Because any tie and the Bears right, have so the tie. Listen, the, Bears, the Bears are going to want to beat the Packers no matter what. No, I don't think yet. so. I don't I think, think so. I think you're living in a fantasy world that the Bears aren't going to want to beat the Packers. If they don't have to. No, if well, put this way, they might not do it with their starters, but the the second string guys. Lovey Smith, are you the first me, thing Lovey. You remember what Lovey Smith said? The first thing. Yes, at his we're going to beat the Packers. He didn't say we're going to beat the NFC North. We're yeah. going to win the Super Bowl. We're going to beat the Packers. First things first, if we're going to beat the Packers. Yes. Okay. Okay. I, I I think Tuesday night's result is meaningless. Meaningless. Although, bottom line is, that, bottom line is the the, the Eagles are going to win. That's true. <laughs> That's true. true. And when people down the list later in the week, it'll be terribly dated, but it doesn't matter because it's what you feel deep down inside, Jason. I, I think that's they're going to win. I think, I think they can get through. So I the Giants do. get through? They can get through because they need the Bears to win. The Bears could what? beat the Packers. The Bears have to beat the Packers. Hey, I'll tell you what. The, oh, the, the Bears. Because the Bears have to get the two seed. They must have the two seed because they don't want to have. This is think about the players now. The players. I just was reading want about it yesterday. Off. What did you read? And the Chicago Tribune that the players want the week would, off. Would, would, and so does Lovey. They'd sure. like the week off to Everybody relax. Would. Yeah, they yeah. all want the week Who off. Who wouldn't want that? It's like a bigger incentive. Because well, just... you know, here's what that is. Bottom line is, it's like a first round victory. Mm-hmm. It's like a bonus. Like we'll give you a playoff victory if you're you already have in the, the quarterfinals. Yes. You're already in the quarterfinals. You're, you're in the quarter final fi- eight. I agree with you. And so the Bears are, are going to have extra motivation yes. to beat the Packers. Yes. Plus the Eagles are going to win. You know. And so. how about all this could be a moot point anyway because the Saints are marching in. Look, the, how good do they look after that Monday night win? Now I know if Breeze did his did a couple of things. I, I, I was not buy it. They're not buying it. Obviously, I don't by moot point. I don't obviously mean it. anybody oh, could win the NFC. It's wide open. No, 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 the Saints, I, as a matter of fact, the Saints I, could wind up a one seed if if somehow, some way, the Falcons trip up uh, to the Panthers. The Panthers give it one last college try for John Fox, who we all know isn't going to return. And then the no, Saints. There's no college try with the the, the, the what, what they looked games horrible, are you guys playing? These are not even games that would be upsets. These are games that would turn over the balance of the NFL. <laughs> okay. See, Falcons and are the one seed. Me, you saying you, you told me I early you. in the season yeah. that uh, I said, "Who do you think is the worst team in football right now?" And you I said the Panthers. I, you said unequivocally the Panthers. Panthers. There's no way. I did say I said that like okay. week four, week there's five. There's no way. You never in know. In Atlanta, true. No, no, no I do. I'm a big fan of you. Never know. I know. <laughs> I, I love you never know uh-huh. but i know there is no way mm. there is no way that the panthers go into atlanta and beat the falcons it's just not I'm gonna happen i'm with you so then let's say okay the falcons are one uh-huh then you think the bears will be two probably be two. okay then we eagles got the eagles three, three. Uh-huh. and then four, four ram. five ram ram, ram. it's really white horse is starting this team, this the Rams team, are playing this the, team. The, the Seahawks. Oh, Rams are four because the they win the West. Yeah. Yeah. All right, all right. So all right. So we can all dumb. say what we want about certain teams in this league, like Panthers. The Seahawks have lost eight games, nine games, eight games, nine games. Yeah, not all nine of their games. They oh. have lost all nine of their games by 15-plus points. They have lost, and they beat the Bears in Chicago. They also beat a, a few good teams, the, the Seahawks. Uh, the did. best win they've had all year was in Chicago no against doubt. the Bears. Okay. I was, don't know how they pulled that off. That no, I know how they did it because they're a weird team that you wouldn't bet against. See, that Charlie is, Whitehurst not, is playing. Uh, Okay. Sunday. Enough said. Over. The Ram, so the oh, Rams. No, no, see, over. see. By the way, I agree. I think the Rams will beat the Seahawks. However, the Seahawks are one of those freaky teams that could just for one game. They are playing really the worst football of any team. In I'm the not NFL saying. Right I'm now. not disagreeing with you, but I'm saying it could it could happen. And then the Saints. Whereas the other ones. The Saints are, are five. The Saints, Saints will be five, and then, then five. and then you really think the Giants are? Six? I don't think so. Who, who's the other team? Packers or or Bucks? The Bucks have a chance too. No, no, no. This scenario is very simple. Mm. He wins, mm. and I win. 
Packers are out. Goodbye. Goodbye, everybody. Goodbye, all you hecklers. That's Very true. simple. If the Bears win, no. you win. As ridiculous if, as it sounds. No, here's what I'm saying. If right. the Bears win and the Giants win, it's a win for soccer. Yes. Because Worms will be going into his job a little bit happier. <laughs> yes. So soccer people everywhere will be thrilled. All right, we're going to talk with Chris Long right now, and then you guys stay right here, and we'll be right back here on the the, the podcast presented by Papa John. Oh, wait a minute. I've got some information. Oh. I've got some, because we have pizza here in studio. Pizza was good today. Pizza. My God, it was good today. today. I fed you. You even came in. I fed Young you. Young people love pizza. Uh, there's a new, uh, this is an announcement for oh. iPhone. Do you have an iPhone? Not yet. An iPad? I used to have it. I have an iPad. Okay, an iPod. Okay, an iPod. Is there an, an iPod Touch? Is there a Papa oh, John's app? Oh, try the new Papa John's Pizza application, everybody. Unlike some other pizza ordering apps, you can see the entire menu, see all the online coupons for your local Papa John's, and Hold even on one earn. Second. Wait a minute, I'm not I know done. It's a commercial this on some pre- level, but listen is, to me. It is. It's unlike, a commercial unlike, on every level. But I, unlike other pizza apps, yes, there are other pizza <laughs> apps. There picking are. up my iPad and it's filled with pizza apps. I didn't even know there was a pizza. That's app. a lot of footprint. I'm going to get the Papa John's pizza app you just should. to say I have it. You should. Yeah. Uh, you could try it. Unlike other pizza ordering apps, you could see the entire menu on this app as opposed to other ones. See all the online coupons for your local Papa John's and even earn free pizza with Papa Points. Best of all, it's the only iPhone app that delivers a genuine That's Papa John's pizza wherever you may be. Just search for Papa John's in the App Store. You're, you're, I know, I'm a little disturbed Papa right now. Points is yes. your nickname. Now my, stage name, my stage name has been Papa Points lately, and... And now I feel like it's copyright infringement. There could be copyright infringement. Problems, yeah. All right, Jeff Garland, Worm, stay here. Let's get to uh, a big time guest with a big time game going on this weekend. He's the second overall pick from the draft in 2008, getting set to play essentially the first playoff game of his professional career. He's defensive lineman Chris Long of the St. Louis Rams joining us on the Rich Eisen podcast presented by Papa John's. Chris, how are you doing today? I'm doing well, man. How are you? I'm good. Would you? Th- this is basically a, a playoff game. Would you? Would you not agree? Yeah, I think you summed it up pretty well. I mean, uh, this is win or go home. I mean, and we've been dealing with that situation uh, for the past week. You know, with this game against San Francisco, had we lost, and we, you know, we 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 figured it out. We'd be out of contention, and uh, you know, our normal goal is to win the division, and uh, to do that, you got to go through Seattle. So, uh, you know, it's going to be a great challenge for us. How is this team different? Is it is it a because a lot of people just from the outside uh, just essentially say well Bradford obviously it's a quarterback driven league and he's here but uh, walk us through how this Rams team is different from the first two that you were on. Well, I think it, a lot of things have to come together, uh, you know, at the right time to uh, to be on a good football team. And I do believe we are a good football team. Uh, I believe we're capable of playing with anybody. You know, we've we've had our ups and downs. Um, as I've said before tonight, you're not going to go from one and fifteen to uh, you know fourteen and two. Uh, you know it's it's not going to be that easy. We're going to have our bumps in the road, but I think I do think Sam's been a big part of it. Uh, we appreciate having somebody who's so steady back there, especially as a rookie. Um, I don't really even talk about him as a rookie anymore because he doesn't act like one or play like one. So uh, you know having a quarterback back there in a league where you see a lot of teams are struggling with that um, is just such a blessing. And then also just I think guys uh, really were hungry this year and, and, and had a year under their belt in Spags' schemes offensively and defensively, um, and, and that really helps a lot. I think, you know, the second year uh, under a coach's uh, you know, new regime is always a lot better than the first. How, when, would, yeah, when did you stop making Sam carry bags or sing, uh, 
sing fight songs? Well, At what point did that I, stop? Yeah, Chris? I personally have never made Sam do anything. I wouldn't. Uh, yeah, we don't. I, Sam is the future, so I don't mess with Sam. Uh, <laughs> yeah. But did I anybody think, ever uh, mess with Sam? Did anybody ever mess with him? Yeah, I think you know people mess with Sam a little bit, but but Sam handles it so well. It's almost like no fun. It's like man, <laughs> you know, like what are you gonna do? I mean, you can't rattle him, you can't shake him. He's he, you know, you make him sing, you make him carry something. He doesn't complain or make a scene about it. So it's like, oh, what's the fun in that? Um, you know, he, he's just done everything right. Um, and he's, he's a good dude and, uh, and he's obviously a great football player. So, um, you know, you know, I don't think you're going to be taping, uh, the future to the goalpost. <laughs> so, uh, you know, I personally have stayed away from that. How about coach Spags? You mentioned Spags, uh, Steve Spagnolo, the second year head coach of the St. Louis Rams. What type of head coach is he for those who, who might not know, uh, outside of St. Louis, what type of head coach he is? Well, you know, he's a tough head coach, and, he, he, you know, he's trying to build a, a tough team here, and I think, you know, thus far uh, it's it's been that way. I mean, you know, uh, we needed a, a guy to come in and instill some toughness in the uh, program. That's really He's grown under coach, and uh, he's really been attentive to details every day. And I think the details in, in all this are, are very important, and uh, he's just tried to do that with us and, and help us to be more detailed and um, have faith in each other and, and believe in team. And I think, you know, we have a lot of guys who, uh, you know, I, I was asked the other night how to sum up this team in one word. I would say unselfish. You know, I think, you know, even our, our superstars, whatever you call them, uh, don't conduct themselves in, in that way. They play like superstars, but they don't act like them. And I think that's real big. And I think, you know, that's part of the message that coaches kind of brought in here. And and it's sort of odd to hear a guy that sounds like he's from the cast of Goodwill Hunting right there in the middle of uh, of, of the heartland. Yeah. Don't you think? <laughs> yeah, yeah. He's uh, he's actually from around where my dad's from in Boston. So right. Uh, I, I have relatives with that accent, so I understood him pretty well. <laughs> you, you, you didn't need a translation. You need yeah, guy. no translation needed. So it looks like you're going to get Whitehurst uh, on yeah. Sunday night. And what is what is the game plan going to be, in your estimation, going into this game with a young quarterback in that respect, a guy who doesn't have nearly as many reps as your young quarterback has, Chris? Well, you know, I'm not, I'm not sure. Uh, you know, we'll have to see when we go in there tomorrow uh, what, what their game plan is. You know, our defensive coaches always have great game plans, so I'll be excited to see. Uh but you know, uh, Charlie's got a lot of skills, and uh, you know he's he's kind of been overshadowed, hasn't been able to play a lot because they've had such a steady guy in Hasselbeck, uh, who's a great player um, there in Seattle. And uh, you know, I think I think Charlie's got a lot of skills, got a big arm, and uh, and uh, I think you know I think first and foremost, Marshawn Lynch, um, who, if I'm not mistaken, has has uh, been a, a larger part of their offense. Yes. Acquired him earlier in the year, and uh, I, he he's a back that's pretty well respected, and for with, with good reason. I mean, he runs hard. He's uh, he's a physical back. He he he's got speed and power, and uh, you know, I think as we look at the film, I think what you'll see is uh, the, the most important thing is going to be to stop the run, and you know, put them in situations where they got to throw the ball, which is which is kind of the plan every week, and. Uh, they, they do have their weapons on offense, despite some of the struggles that I know that some people have kind of made, made it look like they've had. 
I had Clay Matthews on the podcast a few weeks ago. We talked about his bloodline. Yours is obviously well known uh, for the NFL. How are you going to lean on your dad at all? Who's been playing, who's played in scores of big games in his career in the NFL as you get set for your first playoff uh, quote unquote game in the NFL. You know, I, I think I lean on my dad for a lot of things, you know, football wise. I, I, you know, I, I, I do believe this, this is, uh, this is something that should come naturally. However, to, to every football player, um, is, is, uh, playing these big games. I really do believe that if you love this game, like you should, um, you know, cause if you don't, why are you doing it? Uh, these games are why you play a game. And, uh, I've never played on a primetime game before, one with this much at stake. But I, all the games mean a whole lot to me. So uh, the adjustment won't be uh, that big. I think the most important thing is going to be to not try to, to play outside yourself and play within the defense and, uh, you know, trust that you'll be able to make big plays. Uh, and, and you want to be that guy to make a big play, but you also want to play team defense and, and not try to go outside yourself because I think that's when people get into trouble. But, man, it's going to be exciting. I, I can't lie to play it. You know, under the lights and uh, with a lot on the line, and I guess it will be January. Yes, it will be. Yes, it will be, Chris Long. <laughs> it, it has. It's been about uh, two years since I spoke to you. It was uh, April of, of two thousand eight uh, when you were drafted. Yeah. So it's been a while, and I'm glad that we got a chance to catch up. Yeah, Rich, it's great talking to you, man. You bet. Good luck on Sunday night and beyond, Chris Long. Good luck, All right, brother. Take it easy. You bet. All right, that's Chris Long saying that uh, he's excited to play in. Uh, under the lights. Spa- I love Spags. Spags is a great football coach. The worm, big time Giants Gosh, fan, who still believes in his G-men, thinks that uh, I think Jeff Garland's Mr. Bears. Mr. Long, by the way, the, the, the Rams are a totally different team if they don't have that guy. Who, Sam Bradford? No, or Chris or Long? Long. I know Chris well, Long. And they have one guy on each side that without that guy, it's over. They're, they're, it's, it's over. It's, it's totally. And Chris Long's a star in the making. Oh, my God, he's great. He's a beast. Oh, he is. Good he's motor. a monster. Big motor. Loves I think he's a big mother. I swear to God that he had a big mother. He's a big, he's a big he's mother, too. But I wonder if Chris Long, I, mean, I wonder if, if, if uh, Howie Long's wife is big. I've never seen her. I don't know. No. I, don't I know. imagine that. She's I just got gut feeling that well, she's you, hot. I, well, you, well you'll, see, <laughs> you'll see her when you, you start working for Fox. I can't believe you're leaving. Don't leave. You can't leave. I speak for everyone who listens to this podcast. Hey, you can't leave. And I speak for everyone who works here at the NFL Network. All right. I'm going to hold you to that. We'll call you up. I speak for Arsenal fans. We'll call you up. Will you have a secretary? Mr. Worm. Mr. Worm is unavailable right now. It's so bad right now that they think they're going to give me a cot. That's where I'm going to be. That's my office. (laughs) I will come on the air as a broadcaster Mm. if you refer to me as Papa Points. You could get Papa points, everybody, for sure. And here it is, uh, uh, Mike Del Tufo, our our chief uh, sound man here at NFL Network. I like Mike, has, Mike Del Tufo. He just by handed the way. he just handed me the uh, Papa John's the app, app right there. This is the app right here. That's it. Okay. Do you know what I have? I just bought a brand new flip phone. There you I'm go. Not making up. There you go. So I don't, I don't flip want apps. Phone. Well, you, you look you at don't me. Have a flip phone. I do. Or it's in my car. No, I just got a brand new one. I got one by Casio. These are they, they make these phones. Casio. I swear to God, you can. They, they make the, no. the, the, the wristwatches. I know. Right and, and, my, I know. And, and my little listen to my, me. My little like mini this organ I had when important. I was seven. I'm sorry. Way, no one should ever say listen to me. That's the dumbest thing ever. Choose if you want to listen to me. I have interesting things to say. Please, I okay. listen. I listen. First off, it's a brand new model. Mm. I can't remember the, the the nickname for the model, the, the name of it, but it's it's truly like it's waterproof, and mm. you can like throw it against the wall and stuff, mm. which is very necessary for me. I'm I'm apt I'm apt no apt mm. I'm apt to apt yeah not app mm-hmm. to drop my phone. Number one, number two, 
not a big fan of tumors. And I checked out the uh, <laughs> the, radi- the radiation on this phone. Uh, crazy low. Crazy low. So you low enjoy radiation. your special, your little BlackBerry uh, tour oh, and all Bluetooth. that sh- I'm, bl- I'm, yeah, I'm Bluetoothing, okay, buddy. Okay. I'm Bluetooth. I'm Bluetooth. I, got I got things to show you. <laughs> what do you have to show? Metal me? bars to put on the back of your phone. I heard about that. But I'm gonna do, I'm gonna, I, I do might that. get an iPhone when it comes to Verizon. I used to have a Verizon uh, iPhone, but as everyone who uh, has ever had an iPhone, there's a thing that everyone says, which is AT and T sucks. Right. <laughs> <laughs> Thankfully, we've. I don't know if they've got the app, but at least I know <laughs> they have a pizza a app. Papa by the way, that's John's really good. app. Get it out there, people. I know. It's yep. a new app for I iPhone and uh, iPod iPad. Touch users. Please do. Please yeah. do. Uh, what else do we want to talk about here? The AFC. Is there anything to talk about in the AFC? The Jets clinch because the Jaguars. Well, how about the Jaguars, man? I they know. had they had it right there four quarters in in There's Indianapolis. There's always a team like that every year, and, that, that and, just and, blows and, away. and it's called the Jaguars. The Jaguars, I know. They usually how many are. years did they do this? And now they're going to get rid of what's his name. Uh, I don't know if they're going to Jack Del Rio. I mean, I don't no, know. No, it, no, no. Uh, huh. The quarterback Gerard. 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 Yeah. I don't know. Well, he does it every year. He's clearly hurt, though. I mean, that's why they they got some some guy off the scrap heap. Was it Tom Bauman? Yeah, they had, third or fourth. Out of nowhere, they they signed a third quarterback for some reason, make, which led everyone to believe that Garrard wasn't healthy. But and if yet Maurice he's still Jones playing in Indianapolis. Is not playing. Good night, Nurse. They still own, they still had the, the the ball in overtime. And I picked to up win. that dude, the fantasy dude, Rashad Jennings. I picked, I picked him, him up, up in two leagues too, and he he blew it. Blew it. Good Awful. Night. Terrible. Yeah, that sucks. Yeah, the AFC's there's not really much going on. I mean. There's, there's a little play, you know, fighting for place. I mean, we had Reggie Wayne on as our first guest. I mean, the Colts are going to win that game. Colts won that game. Pittsburgh will, be, will win Colts the could wind up a three seed. Although Tom yes. Haley says that the Chiefs are going to play everybody. Because yep. he says we're too young. We're, we're not. We're, we're, we can't right. just rest it and flip switches. That's no, good idea. He's so, right. By the way, that guy has done a great job. Yeah. yeah. My God, he's well, done you know a great job. You know why? He only got the. You know the, why? Because he was smart enough to get good coordinators around him. Yeah. Knew he doesn't have the answer to everything. Right. So he could coach. Coaching and being an OC like he was. For Arizona, the Super Bowl and is much different than, coach, than being the head coach. And look how long it took Lovey to figure it out. Get a great offensive coordinator. Mm. And Lovey's a defensive specialist. And, and March was like the last choice of last resort. Maybe not for Lovey, but maybe for for your boy Angelo. Because uh-huh. they, they, mm. they, they asked everybody. Wait, 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 wait. That's did, the one guy ask... involved with the Bears. Do not refer to as my boy. Is it your boy, huh? No, Angelo, mm. do not. They I'm... might have asked Larry to be the offensive coordinator. I would have loved that because then I'd go to the games. You know, he, he he was on the podcast week three uh-huh. and said that he could, without a doubt, in his mind, oh, the Jets, so be an offensive, offensive coordinator. coordinator. And after He's a while, so of it, after, no a while after a while, also defensive coordinator. Okay. <laughs> he also, in a scene that's coming out this year, I don't mm-hmm. know if it's going to make the cut, mm-hmm. but we did it twice because it killed me so much, so we have it twice to possibly use it. Yeah. He claimed that if he spent his youth dribbling, he mm-hmm. would have made the NBA. <laughs> <laughs> and he was dead serious that he would just kept on dribbling and with both his hands. And then he started doing his mother. Larry, stop you the dribbling. <laughs> oh, it's great. So he blamed it on his mother yeah, for his stopping mother dribbling. For stopping the dribbling. I yeah. love that. Yeah. So there's, I mean, the Patriots have clinched home field throughout the whole, the whole yeah. shooting match. If the Patriots don't make the Super Bowl, that's a huge upset. At this say, point, right? Yeah. At yeah. this point? I'd say, yeah. I'd say that's fair. Because somebody's going to have to go into... I mean, really, the NFC is so up for grabs. Yeah. Anybody can win except the NFC West winner. How about this? If, if, if everything stays according to form, because I think, I think that obviously the Steelers will win in Cleveland. They'll wrap up the two, two. seed. Yep. Uh, the Ravens will be the five. Mm-hmm. The Jets will be the six. I think the Chiefs are going to... I think they'll win. Although, it just strikes me that the Raiders want... Somehow, the football gods want the Raiders to be the first team to ever sweep their division and not win it. 
which yeah. is what would happen if yeah. they beat the Chiefs. This uh, They play hard, man, every week. They, they do. Hard. So I don't know. The Colts could wind up the three. I don't know, which I don't think the Jets want with the way that Jay Cutler just carved him up. If nope. Peyton Manning cuts him up like that, no. that's Jets, how... are, Jets are in big trouble. Defensively. Oh, what a, they're just a mess. They really miss Leonard, huh? They do. Jim Leonard, they and lost the, their safety. They the the secondary. Defensive line can't get home. It's, a, it's, they can't. it's embarrassing. They can't get home. You know it's what they like need? Giants. They need Abraham, the guy on uh, Atlanta, who they traded away, but they got draft picks they for him. Deacon Jones. They, they, they could, even today, uh, the current version of Deacon, Deacon Jones, Jones. I know. He could get home. Yes. He could get home. The, N- the NFC's wide open. Wow. Wide open. Oh, Very exciting. I know it is You've got to be excited about your Bears. You didn't expect this at all. Did not expect this. Did not. I'm, I'm anti-everything with the Bears, and now I'm thrilled. That's a fan. I was very cynical early on, and I'm not a cynical guy, but I was like, these, I don't care. When we won, we were 3-0 and mm. at the start. I'm like, this is the worst 3-0 and team in the Ever. history wow. of the NFL. Nobody yeah. believed it. Yeah, but now mm. they're a good team. Well, that defense yeah. is phenomenal. Excellent. Julius Peppers, Erlacher, Chris oh. Harris. Well, Julius Peppers... Was the Riggs. difference because Adonijay. it freed everybody up. He's excellent. That guy's a good player. Yeah, you know why he's having a great year? Who's on the opposite sure. side of the line? Peppers is brilliant. Monster. Monster. Uh, monster. Free, agent, guy. free agent of the year. Let me tell you. Yes, free agent of the how year. How many no free agents in the NFL, when they, get the, when they get paid, actually produce? He might be like one of the Well, Reggie top, White's the first. Like the Reggie top Reggie, five. Yeah, yeah. No, of I, all I, time, I, top I agree, five. He'll probably be right up there. I'm thrilled. Think about it. I mean, there's so many guys who have done it. And Erlocker being healthy all season. And Lance Briggs being healthy. No, it's very exciting. That's why they need the week off. Because you want yes. everybody healthy. Yeah, you do. I mean, you, you don't know, want yeah. to play that extra game. You yeah, why would you want, who it. wants to? Who wants to? Nobody. Nobody. Nobody wants I'm to. Physically. When does the season come out? When does Curb come out? When does it happen? Spring? Spring. Oh, yes, man. in the spring there'll be a new now, season. Now, when you say crack up, I asked this of Larry. Who, huh? who cracks Who cracks you up more than anybody? Cracks me up? Yes, out of everybody on the uh, on the show. That you can't you can't keep it together, Larry. Is it right? Larry I asked him. Sense. I asked him that. He said he couldn't answer. I thought it. I thought Larry cracks Larry up more than anyone else, probably. Well, yeah, because he laughs a lot, but he laughs he laughs at anything that's funny, right? And he sort of goes, "Hold on, oh, I'll get it." You know, right. we have to wait. And so, you know, but I Susie cracks him up. Some Leon, you know, right? Leon, I know when when I crack him up, he's giving me some really good. You know, I love it. It's mm. I love making him laugh. No, but he probably makes me laugh more than anybody. He, not probably he does. Leon's he kills also me. funny. I love oh, JB Smooth. JB Smooth. Yeah. He is funny. He is funny. Holy smokes. He is funny. Hopefully, we're shooting a movie it, with him soon. Are Dan, you really going to shoot him? Well, oh. I'm shooting a movie called Dealing with Idiots. <laughs> and the, the movie is about Little League baseball parents. Oh. Not about the kids. Mm. Parents. It's an R rated movie. It's about the parents and Dealing their behavior. With idiots. And we sort of see what, the, what their personal lives are like. You know? And JB Smooth is in it, too? Yes. He's one of the uh, coaches and one of the parents. Yeah. Oh, fantastic. Mm. Yeah, he plays a guy who his, 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 day, his night, well, his day job is mm. he's a DJ at a strip club. It's his day job. That's his day job. Fantastic. Yeah. Oh man. And that's why he was he, the little league thing was easy for him mm. because it's in the afternoons. Don't go, worm. Please don't go. I have. I have to go. He has to go. I know. It's sad. They're, they're paying me, so I have to go. Let me tell you something. Mm. Soccer in the World Cup, mm. really good. <laughs> <laughs> There's nothing that's more it. to it. That's, it. that's it. No, the World Cup is really fun. Well, it's phenomenal. It's, it's phenomenal. phenomenal. Sadly, it's every four years. What do they call the it. American League? 
The what? M- MASL? No, MLS. MLS. Uh, MLS. No, NASL is from like that was awesome. the 76. That was awesome. I was a Fort Lauderdale striker fan. Yes. And the yes. New York I used to go to striker yes. and, and you know what team I hated? Oh, it was not the Cubs. The Rowdies. The, Rowdies. the Tampa, Tampa Bay Rowdies. Rowdies. Tampa Bay Rowdies. They used to irritate yes. me. Oh man, yeah. you know we 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 we've known for weeks that he was going. So last week we brought in Bakai for him, mm-hmm. and now Maybe. very special. And I've been trying to get you on the podcast for weeks, but you've been shooting. Bakai finished, and it looks like he's gonna he's in fighting he's fighting for third or fourth place. No, right no. Now. I'm fighting him for third place in the NFL.com league, in which Warren Sapp dispatched me last week. Oh, and how so, are you doing in our league? Not very well. Terrible. He, he, he made the uh, consolation Harbor. round. Harbor. I beat you last week. I know. By the way, yeah. didn't even talk about that. I, now I scored 150 some odd points mm-hmm. when the average is like 100. I know. You killed it me. A, I was, it was you ridiculous. Crushed it. You crushed it. I've never had a game like that in my That's life. That's all right. I, 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 as soon as I, I thought I was in, I, gra- I drafted Schaub and I drafted uh, Andre Johnson, and I also got our uh, Reggie Wayne, my first guest mm-hmm. on the show today. Got him, Jamal Charles, Ahmad Bradshaw. Ben, but see, the problem is Dustin Ben Vereen is Keller. your starting defense. Ah. I, mean, I mean, Ben Vereen, yeah. Is he 10 speed or brown shoe? Which one is he? I, I don't forget remember. which one. I don't know. <laughs> forget uh, which one he the is. Point being, yeah. The point being is every week he scores a big zero for you because he's not an NFL defense. I don't know why you drafted him. It's terrible. It's terrible. Um, and so, okay, so Curb Your Enthusiasm yes. season's mm. coming out in mm. the spring. Mm. Uh, my Footprint Carrying the Weight of the World, great book. Yep. Yes. The title, not, not, to, the, the not to the liking of your publishers. Yes. Uh, that's going to change in the spring my, for my, my Jeff Garland's left foot. Yes. Curbing and screaming. And the worm, the worm signing off in person. Yes, in person. On this podcast. I'll be here Sunday. Via Condios. Yes. Jason Wormser. Thank you. Via Condios. And, and please uh, look for me on the internet as Papa Points. Papa Points. Google Papa Points and I'll come up all over the I'm place. I'm still on Twitter. At worm underscore 66. You, 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 you're like once in a blue moon at Jeff Garland. I've gotten to the once in a blue moon. I'm quite bored yeah, with the Twitter. But, but sometimes but my just, Twitters are fantastic. They are. Sometimes it'll just, I'll just get, I'll get one and at Jeff Garland just says the word moist. Yeah, or grandma. Grandma, just. Well, that's what it should be used for. Non sequiturs. Who cares about information? You tweet every fifteen seconds. I do. I like the tweet. I stopped following you. Actually, no. No. Guess what? Why? Because I, I, I tweet too much. Yeah, I follow no one. Oh man. I don't want any information. If you tweeted things like grandma and moist, I'd be your number one <laughs> follower. <laughs> I would. You'd be my. Only follower. Well, You'd be I, my one I've follower. Got, I've got, uh, I think, like 30,000 now who well, love it. because you're a famous man. You're a popular man. Well, you're so on a great you. show. You would have one follower. Man. Oh, boy. Rich Eisen, there's nobody in this business better than you. I know you want to shit sign off, but you're, God bless you're, you. you're, you're the best there is. And God I told you, you that since we first met. I'm like, oh, dear God. I love this man, Jeff. And, and who was the number one pick? Then what? In the draft? In the, in, in the NFL draft? Pepsi Cola machine. That's what Diet Pepsi Machine. Diet Pepsi Pepsi Machine. You love my Diet Pepsi Machine commercial. There's another one coming out, by the way. It's coming out. Okay. A little preview for you, a little hint, a little tip. Via con Dios, Jason Wormser. Thank you. Thank you for all your hard work on this podcast in person. I'm going to take you up on that. I'm going to call you. Yes. Oh, wait a minute. One last time. One last time. One last time. Here you go. Uh, Every week, he, he reads off the list of NFL replay games. That he is the uh, core, he's the senior mm-hmm. producer of NFL replay games, mm-hmm. and and we play because uh, we don't know what the games are. The games are. Mike Ditka, take it away. What is that? Okay, what are the what are the games? I don't even know the games. Did you hear that? 
Oh, well, this is actually this is my uh, my balance. Oh, so lose my, your balance. My you balance think you see? Do you everyone find makes fun of I, everyone on. makes fun of the rocks that I wear. Okay, by the way, that's they work. the same. They, they work. work. They and they, work. now everyone's wearing that Fakakta thing on their wrist. But do you find yourself walking the hallways here and people trying to push you over? No, I find balance. What do you need balance? You're a broadcaster. I need balance. I need balance. I like balance. Hold on a minute. I don't, no, no, no. It's okay. Mike did could take it away. Okay. What are the what are the games? I don't even know the games. He doesn't know the games. Mike Ditka doesn't even. What are the games, Jason? Well, that's so weird. He just walks in the room, sticks his head in, it's and odd. leaves. It's okay, odd. Okay, go ahead. What is it? What are the games? Okay, well, because... You forget Tuesday night because we have a ga- we had a game yeah, Tuesday night. Yeah, so. but there are games. Okay, what are the games? Uh, that would be Blue Horseshoe against Eyepatch is one of the games. Oh. But it's on late, late, Colts, late night. Colts Raiders. Yes, and okay. uh, the hideous Giants-Packers game is going to make it as well. It's so like what, on at four so fifteen in the blue morning. Against big blue against what other? Against the uh, the meat packers, yeah. Okay, so yeah. he can't even bring his heart to it. It's disgraceful. What are the other ones? It really, is a disgrace. What we didn't talk ones? about the firing, possible firing of him either. Um, we didn't talk about Aaron Rodgers' inconsistency. All right. Oh, the other <laughs> other games. Wednesday eight. <laughs> Green Mechanical Bird versus Second City Ursine. Jets Bears. Yes. Mm-hmm. Nine fifteen. Uh, Fleur de Lis versus Angry Bird. What a great or Dirty game Bird. Dirty Bird. What an incredible. Game Saints Falcons was. Dirty bird. I wouldn't mind seeing that again. They're gonna. They might play again. Uh huh. Hey, can I answer your question? Sure. You really wouldn't mind. You're home. It's late at night. Look, look what you do for a living. All the mm-hmm. games you see. You really want to sit and watch the. the actually, what the I Falcon actually Saints. that's true. You I don't. Want, boy. No, I know my beautiful you, wife. You I know, look at your boy. I understand. Your wife, I understand. Doing? What I meant is uh, as the NFC Championship game. That's what I meant. Oh, seeing it again. I think in you're that wrong. Respect. I know, because you're Bears. You think your Bears will be there. I think the Bears, ready for the NFC Championship, sure. my prediction? Mm. Bears-Saints. Maybe so. Could be. Yeah. Could, could be. Very well be. All right. I got to get to John Hamm. Good to see you guys. Thank you my for coming My favorite show. In. Thanks for coming in, Jeff. My Carter. favorite show. Mad Men? Oh. Yes. And Curb Your Enthusiasm. No, he doesn't have to say that. I love Mad Men, too. Oh, Good. that's fabulous. Thank you, Jason. Appreciate it. Jeff, thanks Thank for coming Thank you, Rich. Appreciate it. As they say in Sweden, my pleasure. <laughs> Joining us on the Rich Eisen podcast presented by Papa John's is one of the more talented actors out there in the silver screen and, of course, the small screen where he is now basically uh, in like Flynn, nominated every year for a Golden Globe as he is this year and also uh, multiple Emmy Award nominations for John Hamm joining us on the program. How are you, John? Most excellent, sir. Thank you very much. What a nice introduction. Listen, that's the, I, I only speak the truth. I only speak the truth. People were telling me that's this is the, this is the rich Eisen experience. This is you get the full Eisen. It's, yes, the well, I you know to to extent the full Eisen. I text you that. That's what I. <laughs> that's when I. That's when I reach for the the text photo. You know what well, I mean? Oh yeah, of course. Well, it's it's uh, you know it's a thing now. <laughs> it is that. It is the rage. It's what all the kids are doing. Like kids, I mean, uh, yeah, you know, forty one yeah. year olds. <laughs> How are things with you, John Ham? It seems that your career is absolutely blowing up with each passing year. How are you? Uh, going very well. Been busy, the good kind of busy, which beats the uh, bad kind of busy. But uh, you know, trying to stay, uh, trying to keep keep staying busy, which is the sort of key. Is you know, whenever you're, I've certainly had the other end of it where you've just been unemployed and uh, hanging out at your house for free food. So. <laughs> when I mean, how 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 soon after Mad Men hit the air did you get? Did you get folks that you, you, you'd you never heard of calling you up, pulling on you and asking you for stuff or maybe asking to represent you? How soon did that happen? Uh, it was pretty immediate. I mean, once at least once it hit the air, uh, people kind of started paying attention pretty quick. Uh, and some of that's nice and some of that's not so nice, but mm-hmm. you, you kind of you have to learn pretty quickly how, how to say no. 
uh, and that's uh, that's a skill like anything else. Mm-hmm. But uh, yeah, you know, it's all good. Well, I'm glad I'm glad you didn't say no to this podcast. You Never, I mean? Rich. We go back too far. We we, <laughs> we go back, and again, I just wanted to make sure that uh you know that you said yes and you weren't so practiced in saying no that i didn't get that no you know so i i'm trying to figure out what what team you're a fan of you know because you're from you're from st louis correct yeah i'm from st okay. louis so growing up was a was a football cardinal fan okay in the heady days of dan deardorff and roger worley and pat tilly mel gray um People, your listeners probably have no idea. No, that's not true at all. They listen to Deardorff every week on CBS for sure. Um, Conrad Dobler, but uh, uh, so I kind of grew up there, and then and then they broke my heart and bailed out in the in the uh, I guess it was the eighties, late Mm -hmm. eighties, right? When they moved to Arizona, so I but I still weirdly have like a a crazy connection with the 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 Cardinal franchise, even though I'm not a huge fan of uh, of who's running the show there, but. uh, it's uh, it's you know, I, the, the crimson and cream. You know, it's hard to uh, <laughs> it's hard to give that up. It's hard to give it up. But so, uh, but since they were since the Cardinals were so u- kind of uniformly disappointing in the seventies, I had to adopt one of the two stalwart teams mm-hmm. in the uh, in the seventies. And since the the Cowboys were the ones that continually beat on the Cardinals, I couldn't pick them. So my fallback team was the uh, was the Pittsburgh Steelers. With of uh, Terry Bradshaw, Franco Harris, Jack Ham, Jack Lambert, that whole crowd. Right. And so I was a, I was kind of a default Steeler fan if I wanted to root for somebody that actually won games or at least got to the playoffs and didn't flame out. Um, so I I was a I was a pretty big Steeler fan and it, and it was kind of great having the uh, experience a couple years ago when the Steelers played the like Cardinals. The Cardinals. Were you torn? I was I was very much torn, but it was it was kind of the best kind of torn. Where you just get to, you kind of get to root for both teams, and uh, and it was an it was an excellent Super Bowl. It was like one of the one of the most all time sort of down to the wire craziness. And Warner being a kind of an ex Ram was sort of an, a wow. nice little bonus. All sorts of storyline ties, there, to, just t- to tons. And then then the, the one of the cooler things was the NFL asked me to to do the narration for their package that they put together for yep. that Super Bowl. Yep. So I'm uh, I'm I'm sort of all over that game, which is. Not bad. Not bad at all. So, who did you root for in that game? When yeah, I got to say, <laughs> not to, since gambling is, of course, illegal. Yeah, I would. No one does that. No, uh, I, again, I, would, I, I turn into like the unfrozen caveman lawyer <laughs> when you mention those things. I don't know what these, these terms confuse me. I'm just me. a caveman. I'm just a caveman. I don't um, understand what you're saying. The uh, but I was I was I think I was a little more actively rooting for the Cardinals at the time. They were the underdog. I was like, you know. Uh, I will generally when I have two teams that I pull for, we'll mm-hmm. root for the underdog. You'll root. You'll just go for the guy that people didn't expect. And man, they almost pulled. And it then off. you want. And then you want because you want a good game. You know, you want to uh, like the, the Saints last year. You kind of like who doesn't root for them? You know. So you you're not a Rams fan then. You're not a Rams fan. You didn't you didn't adopt the team. That I didn't came? adopt the team. I I've, I sort of rooted for them. Mm-hmm. Uh, and it, they were tough not to root for. They had that crazy you know kind of five year span where they were just putting up points in bunches yep. uh and it was a fun team to watch i actually went to a few games in st louis um i don't get back to st louis much but it was it was it was a pretty fun thing to watch it was the, you know the greatest show on turf was aptly named but um but uh, not so much you know they 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 kind of got an interesting team this year i think uh i think this i was not a big bradford fan mm-hmm. uh when he came in and then he kind of he kind of proved me wrong i was like this kid's going to break <laughs> he's got a bum shoulder, and he's gonna and he's gonna uh, 
you know, he, he kind of was a little unproven to me. But man, he looked he looked pretty damn good. He's unbelievable. <laughs> I mean, in terms of exactly about breaking, he's gonna he's gonna start every game this year. Yeah, and uh, and and you know, he kind of had that shoulder problem in college, and I was like, oh boy, this is not gonna be good. But prove me wrong, man. So I was uh, I was I was impressed, and and uh, I think he surprised a lot of people in the league too. I think that the fact that he could he could put the ball on on a number and had all the throws and had had decent arm strength and. I think he surprised a lot of people. He can be in the playoffs I, now. I, you know, hey oh, it could it could it possibly happen. happen. So we, what could go wrong? So, well, he, zoinks! Here comes the trap door. <laughs> uh, what about the the Chiefs? So you didn't go the. Again, I'm fascinated by this, especially since you're friends with Paul Rudd. Oh God, who, yeah, who no, is who Chiefs bleeds never, Chiefs? He bleeds. Why not? Because they're from Kansas City. The St. Louis and Kansas City have a long and storied rivalry. Uh, we are on opposite ends of the state. We are on opposite ends of many things. Uh, and it's just a, you know, it's, it's like, uh, Pittsburgh's, Pittsburghers don't root for Philly and, right. uh, St. Louis's don't root for Casey. That's just the way it goes. So we the, have bad blood from the 85 world series. I'm sure there's pr- probably some crazy weird civil war stuff. We still haven't worked through <laughs> the antebellum sort of situation. That <laughs> I'm we... virtually certain there's something, you know, from, from, uh, you know, sort of, uh, a slave state versus you know somebody somebody was on the wrong side of that vote. I yes, don't know there was. was the Missouri Compromise the Missouri, did not bleed no down compromise. to the NFL years and years later. <laughs> so who? So you are obviously the both the the, the Cardinals, uh, even though they just had a very exciting game on NFL Network on Christmas night. They sure did. That was a heck of a game. I mean that we were we that was as loud a stadium as I've been in. Really, and it's unbelievable how pe- they were locked in these Cardinal fans. And well, I, you know they had something to root for too. I mean that was that was a pretty sick uh, uh, effort by the by the, both at both sides and mm-hmm. and two crazy like third string quarterbacks like going nuts like (laughs) how about that like that's like a weird high school game all of a sudden i know it was like i was checking uh santa's sleigh to see if the third string um (laughs) reindeer was in i think dancer i think i think vixen was downgraded to uh, doubtful yeah day to day it was yeah it was sad uh but everybody every third stringer was in there and before the season we were circling that honestly we were circling that on our game schedule Oh man, it's going to be the NFC East division champion from last year. Well, no one saw the Cowboys blowing up like they did. I mean, that was that was a crazy. I don't know what happened there. I think I I listened to a lot of people and they were talking about how they just didn't have, you know, kind of fundamental. Had great position players but no fundamentals, and and that's probably the only explanation I can put on it. Is just like for for a kind of a collapse like that. But it is fun to watch Jerry Jones kind of. (laughs) He came on the uh, the set before uh, before the game. And yeah, he was. Uh, he he. Does, I don't think he knows the n- number of the bus that hit him. <laughs> he did not expect this either, for sure. And uh, you know, but he. I think he's going to go and get um, uh, a guy with a ring. I think he's going to go and get a coach with a ring. Yeah, to, to come get him. To, uh, he seemed to uh, intimate that. So who do you think's going to? What do you think's going to happen in the playoffs, John Ham? What do you think is going to happen uh, when when we start playing for keeps? Here? Uh, well, the Patriots, as they often do, seem to be peaking at the right time. And uh, uh, I don't, uh, I don't know about these uh, these New York Jets. I think they've been uh, more lucky than good. Uh, I'm looking uh, with astonishment at the the Falcons Saints. How great was that game? I mean, I, I'm just I'm so excited for that to be a kind of a rematch. Mm-hmm. And uh, so I think it's going to be exciting playoffs. Uh, the, I think the, the 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 wild card stuff is nuts. Like the fact that the Chiefs are kind of still weirdly in it and. Uh, the AFC West is just god awful. 
Um, <laughs> not worse than the NFC West. No worse than the NFC West. I'm not saying that. No, but, I know. Uh, it's uh, who knows? Like that's why they play the game. That's true. It say, is yeah. wide open. Were you surprised to see Vic playing as so well as he has been this year? I was surprised as I think anybody could be because because you know the guy that that long of a layoff from that league. Mm-hmm. You know that that puts a lot of that that puts a lot of strain on a lot of dudes, and and the fact that he had just kind of the wherewithal to to man up and apologize and 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 sort of be be that guy and say like, look, I messed up. Like, what do you want? You know, and say you're sorry and kind of go back to go back to playing the games. I was I was impressed, and I had him on my fantasy team, which didn't hurt either. Ah, <laughs> now we get right down to it. What is the name of your fantasy team, John? Ham? I have. Uh, uh-huh. Of course, because one would just take Can't far have. too little of my free time up. <laughs> yes. uh, one, one of them is called the unfortunate incidents because that's usually what my draft looks like—a terribly <laughs> unfortunate incident. <laughs> and my other one uh, is is known simply by the one word moniker "hilarious." Hilarious. And that's often my choices during the my my stardom and sitem are very often hilarious. So these these names are indicative of your drafting prowess. <laughs> And then also your mid-season coaching prowess yes, of fantasy football, or lack football, thereof. Or lack thereof. And how? And are you are either of the, is hilarious or unfortunate incident still alive as we currently no, uh, chat? No, uh, the unfortunate incidents lasted the longest. They went into the first round of the playoffs. Where we lost to cousin Sal from Jimmy Kimmel. Fans. Ah, so that's the league you're in? Yeah, that's one of them. Uh-huh. And then uh, the other one was uh, I won the first two times I was in the league, and uh, then not so much ever since. Not so, so much. Oh, man. There's a tradition. There's a tradition there, but uh, sadly, it's it's not a recent. So you waiver wired Vic. You didn't draft him, did no, you? No, I waiver wired him. Yeah, I picked nice. him up. Nicely done. Yeah, my, I'm I'm out too. I didn't um, I didn't survive. Um, the Bernie Kukars went down to Warren Sapp last week. <laughs> sadly, um, and uh, and now, uh, have you ever won your league? Uh, about three years ago. I won once, and then, like you, not so much since. It's just it, it it drives me a little crazy too, you know. Well, and you guys with all the information must have you know you're even you're even more. Yeah, I mean, there's it comes, even less of an explanation as to why you don't win. You know what? And it's tough to explain. <laughs> it's tough to explain. But you know, I lost to Warren Sapp, and uh, at least at least I can hold my head up high for something like that. By the way, I like those uh, for, for those listening at home. Uh, mm-hmm. Uh, Rich had taken a few photographs of, of himself and Warren Sapp yes. in a very picture car that serves as Don Draper's 1961 Cadillac Coupe de Ville. Oh, it was great. So that was a pretty uh, that, was, that was a pretty cool looking uh, day. It was. I, never our, saw, I don't think I ever saw the ad. Well, it's yeah. They, we 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 run them every now and then during our games and whatever. It's for NFL Game Day morning, and I remember pulling up uh, when we walk into the shoot, and it's on a huge green screen stage, and I'm like, that car looks awfully familiar to me. And they say to me, it's Don Draper's car from from Mad Men. So, of course, I snapped a picture of Warren Sapp sitting in the front seat saying this doesn't look at all like January Jones, does it? And fired that off to you. And, uh, and I'm sorry if we left it a mess, uh, No, I, I, to be fair, I haven't seen it since. Oh, okay. Because so, uh, I think you did that uh, during the offseason. Yeah, we did. We did. When do you shoot? When's, when's the next season shooting for Mad Men? Probably will start at some point um, – Around May or June, really? Yeah, um, we uh, we'll get uh, we got the, the writers have to go and write the dang thing, and then right. and then that'll be uh, 
we'll start shooting it. We'll start so it's, shooting. Uh, yeah, it's, it's and, pretty. Uh, and then it comes out next fall. That's the next season. Uh, it'll probably come out in the summertime, summertime. as well. Like okay. they usually start writing it in March or April, and then we'll go back a couple months after they start writing the thing. And then, uh, yeah, it's a uh, it's a work in progress. Are you surprised by your own character sometimes? Yeah, I would say so. You know, it's it's fun to do uh, to play that character because it's fun to kind of be that guy mm-hmm. and uh, not have to be beholden to most standard anything. Practices. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, but it can be a little draining every now and again. You often are just sort of sitting there going like, "Oh God, what am I doing?" But it's it's very much fun, and it's we have a great group over there, and and we've been doing it now for four seasons, and. Everybody's kind of grown up together, and it's it's been pretty fun, and yeah. uh, we like it. We like I mean, it. the the character uh, Don Draper. I was going to ask you that if it is fun to play because um, you know I've read the, the, this 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 show that you're on, John. I'm sure you know it's it's perhaps the most blogged about show. It just seems that everybody has a take on what what certain scenes mean, what certain lines mean, what deeper meanings could be. And I'm wondering if you have a take on who your character is, who Don Draper is, because well, it seems to be blogged about so much. You know, I think I think a lot of people. I think it's it's exciting for people to kind of speculate, like anything else. Uh, you know, my my opinion is is kind of he's he's sort of the quintessential American sort of self-made man in many ways, uh, in, in in sort of the most uh, explicit way. Like he's he literally made himself up stole another person's identity um but you know it's it's uh it, it was a different it was it's fun to play things that that took place in a different time mm-hmm. because uh we can sort of live vicariously through um through these people uh and it's also like fun to sort of look back and go like man i'm glad i'm not living in that time you know it was there was some there was some weird stuff going on then mm-hmm. and so i think you, you kind of get both both ends of it and um and I don't know. I just, I just really, I really dig playing the, playing the, playing the part. I read an article where somebody, uh, I think it was in the LA Times, that uh, Don Draper is the devil. That he. I saw that, that did, did you see that article? I did. I mean, what did you think of that? Well, you know, it's an interesting hypothesis. I, you know, I don't think we're we're not setting out to make like an M Night Shyamalan uh, <laughs> uh, movie, but uh, it is an interesting hypothesis. Like, I, I, I can, I can, I can see their point. Because he doesn't seem like, as you said, beholden to any any mores or or any social graces in many ways. At well, times. but he is kind of he can be polite. I mean, you know, he's not the he's not the worst guy. I know because you want to root for him. I yeah. find myself rooting for you. Well, you know you, what I mean? You know, I think like like with anybody else, and and Breaking Bad's another great example. I don't know yes. if you watch that. Yes, really religiously, show. I watch that religiously. Um, but it's it's another kind of example of like you, you want people to be redeemed. You know, you want. It, hap- it happens. The narrative happens in in almost everything in American life. Like whether it's Michael Vick in the NFL, whether it's you know you know teams that are on the low end. You, you want them to come you, the comeback. You know you you want the comeback, and uh, and I think that's what what folks are are finding. I think rooting for, root, finding themselves rooting for in uh, in Don Draper do you, rooting for the comeback. Do you when you get the script say I, I hope he does something redeeming this time or 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 are you just uh, sitting back and and uh, and just taking what what the what the writers give you? Well, I don't have reference. a lot of uh, I don't have a lot of hand in the in the writers. Uh, business and mm-hmm. so i kind of let them write it but i do i do like um i just want the guy to be the most kind of human right and and because of that you know i, I hope i hope that someday he finds happiness <laughs> just just for my sake so i can actually play like that was what was a little bit fun of of 
of this last season was I got to kind of explore like the super dark parts, but also kind of end on a, on a bit of an up note. Yeah. So that was, that part was nice. (laughs) That's not going to last though, John. I don't, I'm just saying, I don't think, I mean, what could go wrong? I mean, marrying your secretary out of the clear blue (laughs) after you just have a fling on, on, uh, on vacation with your kids. I mean, necessarily seem like the most thought out. (laughs) Yeah, it doesn't. No, I gotta be honest with you. It doesn't. But, uh, do you think we're going to see Don Draper in a discotheque one day? I mean, at what point does this thing... Uh... Well, I think Matt's gone on record as, as saying there's probably going to be two more years of it, two more seasons anyway. I don't right. know if that's going to... I don't know what that will, you know, add into. Mm-hmm. You know, will that, you know we, we tend to jump around in time a little bit, so I don't know if that's going to make it, you know, four years or three years into the future. But right. uh, I probably... I don't see, I don't see him showing up at the... Uh, at the at Riverfront Stadium and, and burning disco records. <laughs> no, don't you don't think so. Happen. Uh-huh. Well, it's just phenomenal, John. I've told you this so many times, too. It's it's must-see television. Uh, virtually everyone I know uh, is riveted every single week, and, and um, it's phenomenal. And I, I can't be more happy for your success about that. Well, thank you so much, Rich. As I say, we go way back, and it's it's always fun to, to see the good things happen to good people, and I'm, yeah. I'm, you're one of the best as well. So. Thank you. It's awful nice to see your success. I appreciate you saying that. Friends with Kids, that's what you're filming right now? Working on a movie called Friends with Kids. My girlfriend and I are producing it. She is directing. Uh, we are both in it. Friends of ours like uh, Adam Scott and Kristen Wiig and uh, Megan Fox will be in this one as well. Mm. We're going to shoot that in New York City. Um, coming up in January, in a couple of weeks, we're going to start. Yikes, we should probably get on that. Yeah, you should. Uh, <laughs> um, and, um, and I got a movie called uh, Bridesmaids that's going to come out uh, this summer. Mm-hmm. Big old summer comedy, Judd Apatow produced, uh, starring Kristen Wiig, and um, a guy named Chris O'Dowd. And, um, yeah, it's, it's all... Uh, it's all it's happening. all good, man. And you, it, just your Saturday Night Lives are hilarious. Th- Thirty Rock. I mean, that looks like an incredibly fun uh, endeavor. Whenever you do that, uh, yeah, those guys are some of the nicest people on the planet. And it's it's always nice to to see people behave that way when they don't have to. Mm-hmm. Uh, and and they are they are pretty much to a man. Uh, stand up, good guys, and fun and funny. I mean, what what more can you ask for? Uh, I I hear you, and and uh, I cannot imagine a man more secure in his relationship than uh, going to work and then having his girlfriend tell him what to do. I mean, that's that. <laughs> you know, home is one thing, but then Susie at work, doesn't do that work. She doesn't give me calls. Susie, like, oh, no, Susie. Know. Oh no, my wife always tells me what to do. <laughs> And you know, you know her. I yes, mean, she, I do. She, she will be. She will tell me. You know, she'll watch me on TV and say that was terrible Give or that notes. was great. I will get notes. There I get notes go. on this podcast. I will get notes on this conversation, John. <laughs> it's going to get notes on the notes conversation. <laughs> notes on the notes. Hey, man, thanks for calling, and I appreciate it. My pleasure. And I look forward to uh, seeing you down the road at some point in person. Hopefully, I'll try to catch a game, maybe a, maybe a playoff game if uh, if there's Anytime. one on the East Coast. And I'll and I Please. wish you the best of luck. My Please, friend. same to you, John. All right, Papa. Take care. Talk to you. John Hamm, everybody. What a great, great show and a great actor he is. And I want to thank him for calling in. Same for Chris Long for the uh, St. Louis Rams. A big game at Seattle. So uh, Chris called in. Appreciate him taking time out this week. Same with Reggie Wayne. He's got a big game against the Titans. And I also appreciate him one last time telling the Law Dead story that Ed Reed clued us in on a couple weeks ago. And, uh, and Reggie gave his take. I want to thank Jeff Garland. Curb Your Enthusiasm, coming out with a new season in the spring. He joined us for two segments with The Worm for his final in-person, in-studio segments. What a shame that he's leaving NFL Network. But, of course, he's going on to bigger and better things on the Fox 
Soccer Channel. I want to thank everybody uh, in part on this show. Chris Law sitting in for my normal producer, Matt Lathrop, who's uh, with family this week. So thanks for Chris Law. Mike Del Tufo back behind the glass with Sarah Yount. I want to thank them. The iPhone and iPod Touch user, folks, listen to me. You can try the new Papa John's Pizza application. Unlike some other pizza ordering apps, you can see the entire menu, see the online coupons for your local Papa John's, and even earn free pizza with Papa Points. That's Jeff Garland's nickname from back in the day. Best of all, it's the only iPhone app that delivers a genuine Papa John's pizza wherever you may be. Just search for Papa John's in the App Store. A great show on tap for next week as well. It's the playoffs in between week 17 leading up to the wild card, and we are stepping our game up with, yes, Urban Meyer will be joining us the day after there's a bunch of coaching vacancies in the National Football League. The Florida coach, former Florida coaches, he will be at the time. He'll join us. Charles Barkley will join me on that podcast, and we'll make sure that we get some uh, some very pertinent folks getting set for playoff games on the Rich Eisen podcast presented by Papa John's. Thanks for downloading this program. Stay listening to 